Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Listen guys, I am serious about what I'm about to say to you guys. I love you guys with all of my heart. I had to yank, pull myself away from playing Elden Ring. I've been playing that thing every day, the minimum of six hours. It's, I know I beat this game up last week and I gave you guys my first impressions. There is a magic that is going on with this game. It's because, and this is, again, this is just my personal opinion. I can, I have purchased the Dark Souls series. I have never played the Dark Souls series like this one. I get into it and I think that is wonderful. But this game has its hooks. And I am close closing in on 30 hours. And I've only beaten one major boss. Just one. I am too busy exploring. I am in... This is where I'm at. Right now, I'm at the Academy. I'm at the academy. It's the school where all of the, you know, what's what's that woman? Okay, there is a woman who teaches you spells. She's in the cellar of um, and to get to her, you gotta beat the. The pumpkin head guy. But you get to her. That's where she's from. And then before you go there. 
you meet this, you meet this, um, clearly he's like an apprentice, and he, he wanted to get, like, go to school, and he's like, if you find these room keys, could you bring it back, bring him back one? I get up there thinking, like, I get towards the end. And I'm like, okay. And then there is this dead area, right? First of all, let me say this. I'm sick and tired of you guys putting down these, you know, these little notes lying to people. But the place is a platform. And when you play it, right, you have to find two medallions. Thank God that I actually was, I ventured to these places because I was, I'm playing an astronomer. And the, the medallions are pretty much in the places that you have to go as an astronomer to get spells and um staffs I'm working on my clothes set right now when I told you I did the medallion part and then I turned around and went up and that world opened the way that it did it's I had to stop playing just for a brief moment and I came to the realization that I just stopped and said this is an incredible game I I'm not even thinking about the Oh my God, it should be 4K. Oh my God, I'm not even thinking about that. This game is not only is it beautiful, not only is this is it thought out and detailed, I am shocked that the PS4 and the Xbox One is able to play this game run this game and at the moment the PS4 version of the game runs better on the PS5 don't ask me they're they're coming out with a patch but I stand by these words Elden Ring is right now it is my game of the year it's my game of the year a lot of people well pretty much a lot of PlayStation fanboys they really cannot stand the praise the accolades the numbers 
that Elden Ring is getting. Since its release, it's all everyone talks about. It's all everyone talks about. No one is not talking about Horizon Forbidden West. And here's the truth of the matter. You see, I told, I said it. When I discovered, because I was never going to pick up Forbidden West, I never was going to pick that game up. I knew that my next game was going to be Elden Ring. I cannot, for the life of me, understand why did Sony release that big game so close to Elden Ring. They clearly thought that no one was going to play Elden Ring because they thought people was going to be turned off by the difficulty of the game. It's not even it's not even about the difficulty. It is simply enjoying the world that is Elden Ring. I'm going to continue to talk about this game. And I know y'all might get tired. I hope you don't. But y'all may get tired. And plus, there was not a lot of um, news that is going on. Alright. So, Pokemon had a little small event. And the new game was announced. And right now, the game is called Scarlet and Violet. And it has three new starter Pokemon. The first one that I'm a little bit confused. Spagatio, Frequicle, and Quaxley. I know I'm butchering these names. I'm definitely going to start with Sporadica or Sporat to Tell. Sprig a Tell. And that's it's such a cute little one. Uh, and keep in mind, returning Pokemon. Lucario's going to be in it. So, if Lucario's going to be in it, you can guarantee that I'm going to pick up this game. It's coming out at the end of this year, guys. They clearly are using the same engine. And hopefully it's better textures, which I'm sure that they have been working on. It's another open world game. And I'm excited because it's brand new. 
here. I am shocked that they are releasing this game a year from the last one. What else happened this week? Oh, well, mm, let's talk about this theme that I do not have one. I will not be purchasing one. I will not be, no. But remember how everybody was coming at Nintendo about the drifting with the controllers and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Everybody had something to say. Oh my God, this is faulty and stuff like that, whatever. And then when the PlayStation 5 came out, everyone was like, oh, we'll never have to deal with this. The PlayStation 5 controller sometimes drifts. Here comes the, um, the Steam Deck. videos are showing up that this has the same problem. I think that it's a mechanical thing. I think that it's a design thing with these brand new controllers and their joystick or thumbsticks. But yes. I'm not sure if those numbers are doing like how they're doing. I'm not following that. But hopefully they're doing wonderful. So Capcom announced that um, Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 launch on the PlayStation 5 and Series X and S this year with some improvement. Not a gameplay button. Um, let me see. It's just enhanced versions of it. If you already have them, it'll be a free upgrade. Right now, PlayStation and <clears throat> Xbox, they are having a great sale. They're having a great sale. So, if you haven't picked up the games yet, I suggest you to get these games now. Wait for the upgrade. And then you can play it. And that way you get the best experience. Um, some of the things that the enhancements Includes such ray tracing, 3D audio, um, high frame rate, uh, for the PS5, dual sense haptic feedback, and adaptive trigger support as well. Mm. So yeah, that would be out sometime later on this year. Keep in mind, guys, um, GTA 5, that upgrade, that's coming out this year as well. Matter of fact, not this year, this month. Hello? It's coming out this month. Let me see something. I think they even have a, a, a date for it. 
ah, there it is, March 15th, and you only have uh, um, <clears throat> a certain amount of time to get that upgrade for free. Now, they did release another patch for the, the trilogy, the definitive version. I'm not playing it. Remember, I bought mine for the Nintendo Switch. Um, but I'll get back to it. And the last bit, did Nvidia leak information about the Nintendo Switch 2? Why did they say? Um, Nintendo Switch 2. It's just... I don't know. But, um... First. First. Let's celebrate. The Nintendo Switch has been out for five years now. So... Happy anniversary to the Nintendo Switch. Still doing numbers. Still doing numbers. And what a journey. What a journey. The first games that I bought for my Nintendo Switch, because I didn't buy... I didn't buy... Excuse me, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't buy the Nintendo Switch day one. I know, I know. But I didn't buy it day one. I didn't think it appealed, it didn't appeal to me in the beginning. And what made me take the link was I was watching YouTube and I saw someone playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And even even though I had the Nintendo Switch, I mean, I had the Nintendo Wii U, and I bought um, Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Wii U. I wind up, and I had it for, I had Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. I just wanted to play it. And I just, I, I went and bought it. And it was at that time where it was like, kind of like, you know, elusive. Exclusive, you got one of those, you was the, you know. So I bought that, and the same day I bought Zelda. I enjoyed, and I still do very much enjoy my Nintendo Switch. I had Mario. I had Zelda. I even bought Mortal Kombat 11 on it. I bought, um, 
What's that game called again? The Witcher 3? I bought, um... Diablo 3? I bought, um... Skyrim! Every Mario game, every Pokemon game, pretty much every first party game that Nintendo put out, I bought. But, I enjoyed, I enjoyed and still continue to enjoy the Nintendo Switch. Zelda was in Zelda is still to this day. I can turn that game on right now and still be smiling. It's just that beautiful to me. Just like y'all doing for another out there at the moment. Congratulations to the Nintendo Switch. But on to what we were talking about. Now, there are rumors, not rumors, but someone was looking at the source code for the NVIDIA DLSS, and which has not been linked, and NVN refers to the graphics API of the Nintendo Switch, and this leaked heavily on the term NVN2. So, a lot of people are, like, um, hoping that the Nintendo Switch Pro will be soon, one day soon be announced, or is still in development. I think it is. I think it is. I think that, um, Nintendo is going to give the Nintendo Switch, the original one, one of the best send-offs this year. Kirby now has a demo. We're still looking forward to Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 is my next up, up, upcoming game that I'm looking forward to, along with Metroid 4. We'll see how it all goes. But, um, yeah, it's five years old. It's about time. Hopefully we'll hear something soon. Oh, a little bit of small information. Epic Games is buying a, a, an application of a band Bandcamp. I think that what they're going to this is it's fairly new, but um, Bandcamp is where people who indies goes to put their music out, and Epic buying that service means that they're doing something, they're going to do something that's going to incorporate that in Fortnite in their other upcoming games. 
It's exciting to see what they do. I'm telling you guys, Fortnite has been nothing but a jump off platform for Epic Games and their designs. That that game is still making money. Still. And those was your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. You know what? I'm going to say this because it needs to be said. First things first. Y'all ain't going to be happy until y'all see either Kanye West in jail or dead. I don't care how good this man does with his production and his music. Something is wrong with him. First of all, Kim Kardashian, like, you know, she's dropping the West part. And his reaction to all this is he's going to go and find another Kim Kardashian looking like this screams psycho. Like this is this is Kanye West from these actions has given me a glimpse of how problematic he is behind closed doors and Kim Kardashian her success in the fashion world has everything to do with Kanye West but here's the thing she had to put up with all that in order to get the security that she has. That man, that man is one of those guys that you see who has a lot of money but is very insane. And I don't like using that term. I think that's a very harmful. But the reason why I use insane in this context is not calling him insane. I think the circumstances between all of them was insane. Like, what's her name again? Kim? Kim, I don't think it was worth it. 
I don't think it was worth it. I think that she was being tortured mentally by this man. I don't think that he was a good father. I think that he played it up. I think that he was not a good father. And I know you are saying to yourself like, oh my God, Assyria, you are reaching. No. I don't think that I am reaching. I think that when everything falls, y'all gonna come back and listen to this. I think that that man was truly harming that woman mentally. I don't believe that he ever put his hands on her. He worshipped that woman. And like when he got with her and we heard the stories of him saying that because he was with Amber Rose that he had to literally take baths and bleach or some shit like that in order for him to have intimacy with Kim Kardashian. And the fact that he did that tells me that this man was obsessed with this woman. Being with somebody who's obsessed with you is not fun. It just isn't fun. I don't, I like little fans. But if I know there's someone idolized and obsessed over me, I don't want nothing to do with that. That equals to that same person that you know that you are not interested in, but they like you and they always try to holler at you. So he comes out with this new video where he depicts burying Pete Davidson alive. Look, y'all think that that's cute. I don't think that that's cute. I think that that is like, you know, that behavior is not, um, it's just not, it's not cool. Not everybody is looking at um, Pete Davidson and, you know, sending, you know, support for him. What is this? What was that video called? Oh, this new track recent called Easy featuring the rapper, the game. That just goes to show you guys that I didn't, I didn't watch the video. And the reason why I'm not watching the video is because I don't like, I don't like supporting this shit. This this is the, here's the thing. These are the ones you guys are calling your geniuses. Harmful men. If it was anybody else outside of Kanye West, Y'all would have been gotten them up out of the um out of here. But because it's Kanye West, 
Y'all think that that's cool. It's not. And we've been, I've been screaming for the longest that man needs help. And nobody, and I repeat, no one is thinking about getting that man any help. It sucks. But y'all gonna be okay. Because y'all like him. Let's talk about Jack Harlow. And uh, he's been cast in the remake of White Man Can't Jump. First of all, first of all, that is a classic. Second of all, why did you need to remake this movie? The movie stands the test of time. It continues to be great in its own right. Third of all, Jack Harlow the rapper, really? So you're going to remake a classic plucking somebody who clearly does not fit the, the character of this movie. And y'all think that this is cool. I won't be watching it. Mm-mm. I will not be watching that. Let's talk a little bit about this this Laverne Cox thing. Cause there was it's really nothing. It's really nothing, but there is some undertones to it, and I'm going to expose it. So, Laverne Cox was um, at the, the, not the comic clubs, my God, um, the Actors Guild Awards, where um, she was interviewing on the red carpet, and she came you know, she was talking to Will and Jada Pickett. And she said something. She didn't say something. She actually said that she hopes to come up on a red table where she could talk about the entanglement and stuff like that. It was in it wasn't even malicious. It was tongue in cheek. And Jada and Will laughed it off. It really wasn't nothing. Here's the thing. Everybody in their mama made memes, cussed out, dragged both Will and Jada. about that whole red table, her and that entanglement with that, um, God, I don't even remember his name. Um, that rapper. And the crying memes of Will Smith. 
Y'all all had child fun. All the while. You know. Dogging both parties. And when Laverne Cox make a cheeky joke about it. Oh, you just got your position. You shouldn't be talking like that. First of all, what you are simply saying that she's not worthy of being. She's not worthy of being cheeky. Not towing the line. Because she should be grateful that she has the opportunity. All the while, you you no good forgotten individuals ran to Twitter and just gave out all the jokes. Sweetheart, let's call it what it was. So you ain't think that that trans woman should be talking out of her turn or out of her place according to y'all. This story was nothing but the undertones this is critical thinking here, guys. Was there. And I'm calling it out. None of us. And she came out and she said she wasn't going to apologize, which I'm glad she didn't. And she said that she did admire how everyone came out in full support of their love. Sweetheart, wasn't it like a couple of months ago? Y'all was just calling them both stupid for being together with each other. Where was this at? Where was this admiration? When y'all was making the jokes. I'm, I'm sick and tired of all these things that's going on with these, these undertones and stuff like that. I don't understand for the life of me. Why is a lot of people going after a community that doesn't even make up 1% across the the globe? It's, It's baffling to me. What's going on down in Texas? What's going on in Florida? What's going on in the the, the heartland of America? With these anti-trans child... Y'all need some help. Y'all need some help. I just can't for the life of me figure out Where is this hostility coming from? I mean, it can't, but it cannot possibly bother you that much. It can't. It can't. I don't know. I don't even know. And then, why are they pushing it for the kids? Like, 
kids are not even doing it. That's the that's the that's the crazy part about it. The kids aren't even doing it. It's the parents of that they hope that their children don't do it. So they want to nip it in the bud. I would never, ever, ever put my son in a position to make them miserable like that. I, I, that's just weird to me. It's weird. Uh, but those two states, and it, it's coming. It's coming. I did not watch the State of the Union. I I saw some of the clips. 10, 15 seconds. I don't care. I didn't like that he said that he wanted to send a billion dollars and then some to aid the Ukraine the Ukrainian people. I didn't like that. I was like, sweetheart, you got a homelessness problem right here in the States. Why are you thinking about putting money elsewhere? Take care of your own people. Take care of your own. They are going to be okay. They're going to be fine. If it jumps off the way Putin wants it to jump off, we're going to take him out. If he acts stupid. But you have got to let that, those people, fend for themselves first. When it becomes overwhelming for them, then that's when we talk. But don't get up on the world stage talking about that. You ain't even fixed your backyard yet. All that mess. Talking about mess. Let's talk about Euphoria Season 2. I thought that every episode was good. Every episode was good. There was eight episodes. I thought from the beginning of Fez... Okay. Rest in peace to Ashtray. The reason why I'm glossing over it is because I'm still pissed off about that. I did not like the way how that ended. Because it was, number one, it was uncaused for. And number two, I thought that it was silly. You made us love these characters only for you to take them out like that. They still had character development, and y'all denied them that. Confess? I wanted him and Lexi to, to, to become something. 
I thought that Nate got off easy. Nate got off easy. The shit that that young man did. If anyone should have been killed off, it should have been Nate. Nate is a menace. In the making. That boy is fucked up. He is a sociopath. And y'all decide to keep him? And I bet you they tried to make something out of um Ruinellian. Why? I don't know. I love that um Ru left. Jules, I thought that was very smart and brave of her. I think that that's what she said at the end. She was like, she will remember them as she remembered Jules as her first love and she'll leave it right there. But she did leave a cryptic message at the end talking about she stayed, you know, sober for the majority of that year. Which means it ain't gonna be nothing but drama for the next season. Cassie was good. I thought that they pushed her too much. I think that um her character turned out to be dare I say it but the dumb blonde. I think that they made a mockery of this woman. She don't she didn't she didn't even have a redemption. A redemption arc for her character. I think that Maddie was she played her role really good. She was the most damaged. She was the most damaged. And this is what I mean by Kurt and Cassie. They, I thought that they overly sexualized Cassie this year. I thought that it was just like, God, they should should have had her having full penetration. How they tried to really dumb this young woman down. They really dumbed her down. And made her nothing but a spectacle. But. They tried to give her. A run. For. The Emmys. That's what they tried to give her a run. They tried to give that character a run for the Emmys. Rue. With that episode. One four. I mean, 2-4, shut all that down. That episode alone secured her not only a nomination, but I believe she's going to win. That Zendaya can act her ass off. Zendaya knows how to act. That's why Tom is with her. Not only because he loves her. Of course he does. But... 
I'm sure, because Tom literally follows her like a puppy. He is smitten with her, but I believe that he's learning from her. He's learning from her. Ethan, she's going to shine next season. Uh, Lexi, I think she's going to fall to the... I think this was her season, but they didn't... They didn't do her right as well. I think that this play sums up her triumph. But she's going to fade into the background next season. Hopefully she won't, but I don't see... Like in the first one, she was in the background. And this should have been her season. But they pushed Cassie. Um, the mom was incredible this season both parents actually both mothers I want to see what happened with um, Barbie next season and I want to see what they do with um real sister but I will give this season a solid A a solid A this was a really great season and bitch when I tell you when Zendaya came on there and sung that girl is incredible that young lady is incredible. She was so good this year. And then she got, they are, child, y'all better look out for this young girl. Y'all better look out for this young woman. This woman is going to shake some tables. She's a miracle. I have not seen the Batman yet. I'll give my impressions of it when I do see it. But I didn't pick it up or I did not go to the theaters because, you know, I'm not going in with that rush. Funny enough, not a lot of people were talking about this movie. Not a lot. Like, leading up to it, not a lot of people was, like, it was not trending at all. At all. But, um, I'm sure it's going to be good. It's a three-hour movie, so I'm looking forward to it. What else stood out this week? I think that is it. And those were your top stories in pop culture.
Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another episode of Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria. Hey, I also want to give a shout out to some of the new listeners. Those numbers are going up. I am truly thankful. Um, and to all of the, you know, to the OGs, hi. You guys are incredible. I really do look forward to chatting with you guys every week. You guys make it all worth it. Thanks again so much for coming back every week. I love you all. And I will see you guys next week. For all of your Pokemon and Magic the Gathering cards and accessories, please visit jdmintcollectibles.com For great prices, wonderful customer service, and great deals. Again, that is jdmintcollectibles.com If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheatdrillspodcast01 at gmail.com You can also follow us on Twitter at cheatdrillspodcast01